We got Cuba. And they're Cuba's dying like, of starvation still. So what are they doing now that Castro's dead? Is his son running it? Who's, who's running not. Cuba? They're not having elections. <clears throat> no. Elections. They should bring back the mob. That's when it was running smooth. Don't even have a fucking paper. That's when it was running smooth. Shit, man. They used to love going. People used to love going to Cuba. It used to be the place to go. They had gambling there. They would go and gamble. Some, like Famous people used to go to Cuba. Before the revolution, right? Like, what's the, what's Kennedy. The what's the guy's name you introduced me to today? He owns a company. Really nice, sweet guy. Oh, Brigham from Waste to Well? Yeah. Yeah. Me and him had a tremendous conversation because he went. He went to Cuba and he had to get a visa as mm -hmm. a student or something. Mm -hmm. And he was blown the fuck away. But he was more blown away about going into those palaces and those casinos. Uh -huh. And they still have pictures of the people sitting where you were, you know, Sinatra, fucking yeah. Brando and Rock Hudson and all these, you know. We don't even know. We don't even know how, like how many planes would go down every day with fucking people from here. It was amazing. I'll tell you one thing. You ask a Cuban in Miami who they're voting for. You you gonna get a red wave, son. You wanna talk about people that vote Republican. You wanna talk about people that don't wanna hear no bullshit about socialism. Shut the fuck up. Cubans will yell at you. Cause Cubans came from socialism. Um, Venezuela, same people. The people that come into this country from Venezuela legally, they don't wanna hear anything about socialism, anything about communism. Imagine escaping a socialist hellhole, uh, a communist hellhole, only to go into a bigger hellhole. If you want to talk that nonsense, woke hippie shit about Marxism, they will fucking Dog, yell at you. not the type of shit to talk about those people. Oh, those people have actually felt it. The they I'm, escaped it. Um, the other night I'm sitting there, Joe, and they're talking about Trump on some CNN or something. And I had to stop and go, I could just imagine what Cubans in Miami are saying in Spanish. It is fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, they love yeah, Trump. They, they love, love Trump. Because I just spoke to like a cousin of mine. And he's like, Trump, bingo. You know, and I'm like, oh my God. They love Republicans. They man. love Trump. And they, yeah. this guy, I could just imagine them going, oh yeah, en que país? Yeah. En que país? Un tipo que lo están vigilando con toda la pinga esta todavía puede ser presidente de los Estados Unidos. For a Cuban, they mm. fucking love that shit. What I just said was, what other country? Caballero, tell me. What other country can you have 30 indictments and still be fucking president of the United States? Gangster. Gangster. Tuesday. Tuesday morning, you know what I mean? Figure I got an episode for y'all, you know what I mean? Nothing big. Nothing major. Short work week. You know what I mean?
cameras rolling all right are the cameras rolling hey jersey judah y'all already know what time it is man well y'all don't know what time it is for me right now it's 10 36 a.m all right wanted to do an episode now and that's what we're gonna do so let's get it all right Jersey, Judah, A. It's a short week for a lot of us. We uh we had President's Day yesterday. I celebrated President's Day last night with an episode talking about Donald Trump, you know, a former and soon to be future president of the United States. Whether y'all niggas like it or not. How about that? What's fucking with that? But hey, like I said, it's the 20th. It's pretty much the end of February, and I'm back, all right? I'm back. Hold up. Real bad man. Real bad man. All right, another episode, another edition of the Crash Out Coliseum, all right? Like I always say, we're not here for a long time, but we're here for a good time. But we might be here for a little bit. I don't know. Not sure yet. What I am sure of is that we got some clips. We got some shit to go through. 
Y'all heard uh, Joey Diaz. Shout out to Joey Diaz um, with Joe Rogan talking about the Cubanos for Trump. You know what I'm saying? You know, Trump, in reality, Trump been had a good percentage of Hispanic voters. I don't think people were really willing to admit that and recognize that. But there was there's been a lot of Hispanics for Trump, especially if you go into the Florida region. The Cubans love Trump. All right. The Haitians love Trump. You won't hear these people like they're not they're not going out there and interviewing those people. But if you go out to those areas and say, hey, what do you think about Trump? They all fuck with Trump. Don't even matter what color you are at the end of the day. So, you know, we we went over a little clip, a little something, something. Man, we got some shit. Yo, we got some fuckery. Yo, we got dude. This is a crash out episode. Real shit. This is a crash out episode. There was a clip that I was supposed to play last night, but I'm going to save that clip for the end of this episode. Um, We pretty much got Andrew Tate exposing Vince McMahon. Allegedly, I don't I don't I've never seen a clip. This is actually an older clip. Haven't really been catching up with uh, Andrew Tate or really anything that involves the manosphere at this point. Or the red pill or whatever pill that's out there. You know, I, mean, I, I just been talking my shit. But we have a video called Andrew Tate exposes Vince McMahon and the corrupt elitist. Uh, that's 11 minutes and 20 seconds long, man. We got another one. Shout out to King Academics. Oh, my God. Ayo, hey, DJ Academics was spitting that crack. Yo, this nigga was spitting that flame last night. This nigga was cooking, all right? He was pointing out Charlemagne the guy, Meek Mill for turning into turncoats. Like, yeah, y'all was hardcore. Democratic supporters at one time, and then y'all just switched up overnight. What the? That nigga pointed it out. But this time, King Academics, DJ Academics on the King Academics channel is back. This time, he's going to be talking about Charleston White versus Hassan Campbell. Uh, Academics reacts to Charleston White responding to Hassan Campbell. All right. That's eight minutes and 44 seconds. Finally, We have the moment at the presidential debate that everyone will be taking or excuse me, the moment at the presidential debate that everyone will be talking about. This is from uh, 2016, I believe I was supposed to play that. um, I was supposed to play that last night, but I'm playing it this morning. God damn it. Twenty eight minutes, five seconds of content to go through um, on this episode. And to let y'all know, let me turn off. My network here before my phone acts up and I got to act out later on tonight. We got two clips, only two clips to go through 25 minutes and 46 seconds of content. We got night talk and we have Reddit cheating stories. I told y'all last night I'm getting back into the swing of things when it comes to organizing episodes and shit. So, like I said, tonight we'll be talking about a cheating story. Uh, Well, first and foremost, Night Talk, a.k.a. Stevie Knight, uh, a video where a woman says, don't date men making 50,000 a year. Then we got a video by Reddit Cheating Stories, a channel called Reddit Cheating Stories. And that video is called From Love to Deception, Uncovering My Wife's Unfaithfulness. Oh, my God. What the? Yeah, we got some shit cooking up for today. 
that's going to be a shorter vibe because, you know, I'm going to be at work. I have a feeling that things might be busy tonight, but y'all know how it is, man. I, I get this shit done. Do my eight and hit the gate. You know, as long as I get a chance to podcast when I'm on break, my day is at least decent. But with all that being said, man, y'all got the run through. I had to I had to run down everything we're going through today slash tonight. You dig? So without further ado, man, let's get this shit started. Andrew Tate exposing Vincent Kennedy McMahon and the elites. Thank you for joining us on this emergency meeting. You're not going to let me pee. No. Emergency meeting's over. It's not over. Yeah, it is. No, I've got things to show you. I'm Mr. Producer. No, you don't. I'm bored of this. I'm genuinely upset by this. I can't believe that I have been human trafficking. And Vince McMahon is in on the game. Because it's not like every other famous person, like, you know, goes to islands and has sex with kids and we're not allowed to even know their names and they're never brought to justice. Oh, yeah, of course, because if that was happening, I mean, I'm surely if a billionaire bought his young girlfriend gifts, and that's a big story, yes. then all the people who are actually fucking kids on an island, they would certainly be ousted for, you know, actually fucking kids on an island. Absolutely. They'd be in jail. They wouldn't just get away with it. No, they'd be in jail. Because yeah. it would be a crazy world where they get away with it, but if a billionaire buys his young girlfriend gifts... And then they have a crazy sex life. He's a human trafficker. Yes. Look at this evil scumbag I found. Look at this terrible man. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. This is, I can barely watch it. Was ruined by a man. About to get right into it, man. Andrew Tay, guys. A former standout linebacker for Poly High School, a USC commit, and a teammate of Brian Jackson and Mercedes Lewis. In 2000, at the age of 16, Brian was accused of a gruesome act of sexual assault by classmate Juanetta Gibson. Following the accusations, Brian was expelled from school, arrested, and placed in a juvie. At the start of the trial, he was facing 41 years to life in prison, but accepted a plea bargain that included six years in prison and five years on probation, all for a crime he didn't commit. Following the case, Gibson and her mother even sued the school and won a $1.5 million settlement, claiming it wasn't a safe environment. But in March of 2011, Gibson and Banks met up in person, and Banks secretly recorded her admitting that she made the entire story up. Even with literal proof that she made it up and ruined his life, Gibson refused to tell prosecutors that she had lied. Then, in 2012, Banks was exonerated from all his crimes, and the school even sued Gibson back, this time winning a $2.6 million settlement. Banks Good. It's about time, man. <clears throat> I mean, how many... And I know this is supposed to be about Vince McMahon, or maybe it isn't. I don't know. You guys, you people out here with this content, y'all keep mistitling. Y'all y'all mentioned, like, y'all called a video, Andrew Tate attacks Vince McMahon. And Andrew Tate will probably only say three things about Vince and move on to another subject. So I think that's really misleading, but I'm not going to point it out because I don't know if this is the type of video. But in a situation where a civilian, right, a man who's a civilian, he's not a millionaire. He doesn't have a lot of money to defend himself. When a guy like him gets accused of sexual assault, rape or anything other, anything else of that nature, sexual harassment, even. You know, a lot of these women lie, right? I mean, let's, can we can we really be honest with ourselves? A lot of these women lie. A lot of these men suffer the consequences of things that they never committed, crimes they never committed, acts that never been done by them. Um, they're vilified, they're isolated, and they're completely cast out, regardless of they're innocent or guilty. It's the accusation itself that destroys the man's reputation. And this is something that I talk about where women assassinate men's character. 
they can't physically harm the man, but they'll damage his reputation. They'll come up with some false allegations, some false lies. And when the man, surprise, surprise, is innocent of everything that he's accused of, he can't sue the bitch. Man, I want that hoe to be under jail. I want that hoe to be under the jail. Fuck that. Got me fucked up. I wish a bitch would. Respectfully. I would spend my life making sure this bitch never sees, especially if a man is accused of something like, you know, sexual assault and he has to serve like five years. That's five years he ain't getting back. Even if they find out in two years, A, this man's innocent. The woman admitted it. They just let the guy out and say, all right, good luck. Like, wait, what? I'm suing you and I'm suing the bitch that accused me. I'll be back. Fuck out of here. And you know what's funny? It's not funny, but Diddy had said something recently. I don't know. It was it was from a source that all the people that's accusing him are Jane Doe's. So he's he's requesting that, hey, if y'all going to accuse me, y'all got to put your names out there. And as much as I I despise Diddy for the shit that he did and really sort of the reputation he left on hip hop in a lot of ways. Because we all know, like, women look at hip-hop and it's like, okay, we dance to it, we enjoy it, but it is kind of toxic. Like, that's what women are saying. Like, yeah, you know, we are being called bitches and hoes in every song, but we do go to the club and, and dance to it. We are strippers who take our clothes off to it. We are OnlyFans content creators that get fucked to it. So it's kind of like this catch-22, right? But when Diddy got caught up with that shit, it exposed the entire industry. You had people coming out of the woodwork like, hey, uh, shout out to Mark Curry. He said it straight up. Back in the day, that's all we did was put pills and bitches drinks. He said it. I didn't say it. He said it. He said that that was, that was the thing back then. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. But to flip it, you'll have the women who nine times out of ten just trying to get a come up, and we not, and we not make, we not talking shit, we not talking bad about the women who, in fact, are possibly innocent and who are in fact have been violated, sexually assaulted, raped. We don't fuck around with any of that shit over here. No jokes about it whatsoever. Maybe every once in a while, but nothing crazy. Like I'm not out here promoting bitches getting raped. Like that's that's crazy. But. The flip side of it is you got a famous guy now. Well, Diddy, he's infamous. He's not famous anymore. He's infamous for all the things he's done. So naturally, if you think about it, there's going to be women coming out of the woodwork like, hey, I saw him on this night and he touched me and did this and did that. Of course, the names are going to pop up. But to separate the real from the fake, there would have to be some sort of, I don't know what. A legislation. I don't know what you would call it to where a woman would have to ex- she would have to expose may not be a name, but it could at least be a location, a person from this area rather than just Jane Doe, because like Jay Doe, the John Doe's and Jane Doe always seems, you know, weird to me, you know, made up possibly. Only made it to the NFL with his teammates in 2013, signing with the Falcons, but was unfortunately cut after the season. An absolutely unbelievable story. Go download our app. 
Now I'm confused how this could happen because you have to believe all women and they never lie. Yeah. So how could this? How could I'm confused? You have to believe all women and they never lie. So how could this atrocity? Is this made up or is it just some glitch? Glitch in the matrix? Did the universe <laughs> fail? Like how did this happen? <laughs> He must have sexually assaulted her and then wiped her memory with the men in black pen. Yes, the men in black pen. So now it makes sense. Now I get it because that guy deserved to rot in jail for all those years and lose out on a very, very promising NFL career. He clearly deserved that. I mean, he is is a man. He's a man. He's a man. That's right. She's a woman. Exactly. So let's open your shot, really. Sickening, yo. This, I mean, his case closed. I mean, and even if he did go to jail. I mean, who cares? Who cares? It's just a man who went to jail for no reason. Yeah, see that? And and that's the thing that women don't understand. Women don't understand those situations, those circumstances to where a man's guilty by proxy. Oh, y'all heard the, y'all heard the saying, you know, a man is guilty until proven innocent. In every situation, especially a woman. I'll give you an example. Because everybody, everybody wants examples, right? Y'all want examples. So if there's a dispute, at, at, at if a couple has a dispute at their house, the woman calls the police and says, I feel threatened by my husband. That nigga's getting put in handcuffs, all right? Yo, as soon as the cops come, they might pull out the gun like, yo, See, this is how women don't know. Women be setting up their husbands and setting up their men and have no idea. When you call the police, right, and you say, my my husband is threatening me or I feel, th-, they don't even have to say he's threatening me. She can just say, I feel threatened. Those cops are coming in and putting that nigga in handcuffs, bro. If that ain't guilty until proven innocent, my nigga, I don't know what is, nigga. Checkmate. Fuck you talking about? What the? It could be the man's house, my nigga. It's the man's house. Yo, get the bitch out. Then if I'm this, like, think about it. If I'm married to a woman, thank the Lord that I'm not. If I was married to a woman, all right, woman, I, I get upset about something. Not even upset at her. I just get upset about something. You know what I mean? And I need time to myself. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to chill out. And my wife, for whatever reason, goes, oh, man, this guy is he's unhinged. I got to call the police. If she calls the police and I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. She called the police. So I'm just trying to I'm trying to, like, relax in my in my private space. I'm trying to relax, you know, keep my cool, whatever. Right. If I get out the room, I'm upstairs. If I walk downstairs and the police are there, how the fuck you think I'm going to feel then? Like, yo. What are y'all doing here? Oh, your wife called the police. Like, wait, what? Bitch, I want a divorce. Fuck out of here. This hoe called the cops? Yeah, she got to go. And if it's your house, the cops are going to try to take you out of your house. Let the bitch stay that fucking ratted out the husband. What the? No, that hoe need to go to a hotel. I'm I'm calling up somebody. Y'all got to beat this bitch up. This bitch is in my house. Y'all got to clean her out. Fuck that. What the? Another black man in jail? Who cares? Yeah, who cares if he's innocent? I mean, it's fine to do this. I mean, and I'm sure that woman 
is now going to do the same prison sentence? Is she going to do 20 years in jail? Or? No, Trista, she's a woman. Oh, oh, so she's fine. She's Good. Done. <sighs> Relief. Yeah, she's fine. Because I hate to see an innocent woman in jail. Yeah, that'd be terrible. No, I hate to see a guilty woman in jail. Yeah, right. Because he's a woman. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Innocent man in jail, fine. Yeah. yeah. Guilty woman in jail, problem. Exactly. No. Exactly. Great. Makes sense. I like how they're explaining it because that's every situation that takes place, right? So, you know, you got a woman, you know, a bitch, you know, she a bitter bitch, whatever, you know, falsely accuses a guy doing X, Y, Z. You have certain situations in colleges where, you know, women, they get shit face drunk. They sleep with a guy that they wouldn't necessarily be attracted to sober. They wake up sober and realize, oh, I fucked this man. I got to protect my image. I got to protect my reputation. Therefore, I got to destroy his. Oh, he took advantage of me. I had no idea what, what I was doing. So now the man gets thrown under the bus. And this whore, these whores know damn well what the fuck they're doing. I'm not letting out. Alcohol is not the excuse. That's why I do not drink with women. Alcohol is not an excuse. And I do not drink with women. I'll drink with men. I'll drink with close friends because I know how they act. And I know how they, they some of them be wild the fuck. They be wilding out. <coughs> so I know if them niggas start acting like that, I got to stop drinking. But women, you don't, you don't know. And they, they can come up with any excuse in the world. They're innocent. They're actually innocent until proven guilty. Men are guilty until proven innocent. Once again, another situation, another example, right? All right. A woman knows that a man did not sexually assault her, but she's going to go after this man's reputation and livelihood regardless. Right. Destroyed a man's life. He did nothing to that woman. Right. But because of her narcissistic ways, she wants her she she wants, you know, some type of retribution. Like she can't just sleep with a guy who she can see who she considers unattractive, even though she was busting it wide open for the man on the dance floor and in the bedroom. What the? But she's going to go out there and say, oh, this man did this. This man did that. She'll even get her friends to cover for her. This is how disgraceful a lot of these bitches are respectfully this hoe will get her friends to vouch for her oh yeah i seen it he was groping her this and that oh yeah all this was going on yeah get the man locked the fuck up right okay fine all right the man's locked up now cool they find out hey are you sure this happened and she goes well you know what I was thinking long and hard about it, and yeah, it never happened. He never assaulted me. I consensually allowed him to bust all inside of me, bust all on my face, bust all over my stomach, back shots, busted all over my back. You know what I'm saying? And she just didn't want to admit it because she didn't want to admit that she's a thought, she's a whore, she's a 304. She deserves no respect from men. Women who do this shit, I'm sorry. Y'all bitches deserve zero respect for men. Zero. But hey, innocent until proven guilty. Even if she's proven to be the one that perpetrated and started the whole entire situation, she ain't getting jail time. And the Justice Department or whatever, the, the courts, 
they have such a hard time validating a man suing a woman in return for falsely accusing him of sexual assault. It doesn't make sense. And if innocent men go Justice to, was served. And if innocent men go to jail all the time, who really cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah, who cares? Just throw men in jail. It's fine. Yeah. They threw us in jail. Yeah. Just throw men in jail. Yeah, I am a man. You are a man, yeah. And if they go through your entire life of everyone you've ever spoken to ever. Yes. If they can find any girl ever yep. who says that you either didn't give her money or did give her money. Yep. You go to jail. Then you should go to jail. Fair. I mean, yeah. they can just line up every ch every single woman you've ever known. Did he give you money? No. Jail. Did he give you money? Yes. Jail. Yes. Agreed. And then if later on, by some miracle, you find some magic in between where you gave her just enough to not go to jail, but didn't give her too much to be a human trafficker. Then after serving all those years in jail, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? No one. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Because you're a man, you should go to jail. Well, I'll see you in jail. Me, Vince. Because we live in a patriarchy and all men deserve jail all the time. All, all the time. For, for existing. Exactly. That's fair. Question. On a serious note, how does a man protect himself from this absolute insanity? He doesn't. He can't. The whole power structures need to change. False accusers need 30 years in jail. All false accusers, if it's proven, for example, let's take, let's take our case. Let's just, I don't like to talk about our case, but let's just, let's just say, so one person did actually accuse us of something. I can't say her name, but one person did actually accuse us of something. Being held captive in a house, right? Now, obviously, when the police searched the house, she wasn't here. And obviously, there's CCTV of her leaving the house. And there are her messages saying, I'm going to lie to the police. Wait, wait, wait. So, so if you have... Are you saying the CCTV of someone coming and going from a house freely is more important than that person sitting there kidnapped and locked in a room wasn't allowed to leave their house because that person's a woman never seen a single thing that they say is true? Uh, what I'm saying is, let's say- Careful like what a, you say, uh, careful what you say now. Let's not go crazy. I'm not talking about our case. Right, I'm gonna talk about someone else. Okay. Let's imagine two brothers, okay? Got accused of holding someone in their house. Not us. Not us. Nice. And the person who accused them there's a bunch of Instagram and TikToks of her freely in the city by herself, nowhere near the brothers, for example. Okay? Yeah, but you manipulate There's her. her walking in and out of the building loads of times. Manipulate. And there are messages of her saying, I'm going to lie to the police against these brothers. I'll wear sunglasses so I look more sad. And if she did this <laughs> hypothetically to seven other dudes, right? Damn. Se oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Lock this bitch up. Nah. Nah, I had, to, I had to heat up my coffee, man. It's still early. What the? It's 11 a.m. So I had, to heat up, I had to heat up my coffee. Hold the fuck. She, she accused seven more men? Yeah, she need, to get, she need to be locked up. Bitches like her, there's no hope for bitches like her. And see, women, y'all got a hard time processing. Like, some of y'all women are too far gone. You know, y'all sucked too many dicks. Y'all been corrupted. Y'all been to too many parties. Y'all been turned out. You've turned into... You, you you turned in the to the fucking septa. You you turned in to the fucking northeast corridor. You turned into Amtrak. You're a train. Alright? That's all you are. You're a treesh, alright? You're a treesh. Getting ran through, ram rotted, disoriented, disrespected. Pfft, trifling. Real bad man. Okay, real bad man. All right. What the? Yeah. 
bitches out here, y'all too far gone. It's too late for y'all. Just like guys, you guys out here pedestalizing pussy. You 35, you my age. You ain't get pussy. You ain't been in any sort of any type of relationship. And you believe that it's all women's fault. You don't got communication skills. You got no riz. It's time to take accountability. You bitches out here that's been out here sucking and fucking for the past 15 years. You about 35 as well. You ran through. There's no hope for you in the same way that there's no hope for the men. What the? Y'all bitches been corrupted. What the, What type of man, like what type of fucking human being, right? Will deal with a woman that knows that she's a 304. You dealing with a woman that, that you know in your heart, mind, and spirit that this bitch is a thought. And you just going to stick around? These type of women that will go out there and will make, make men look bad in order to make herself look good, right? To make herself redeemable. The man has to be the rapist. The man has to be the villain. The man has to be the bad guy. The man has to be the bad man, right? The man has to be the bad man, right? What the? What the? And then you find out these bitches are just as wicked, just as predatory, just as vicious, just as cold-hearted, just as self-centered, right? A lot of the men out there, y'all find out the hard way. It's not a good look, right? A lot of men, I talk about this a lot. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later on tonight, too, with the cheating story, right? You got men, man, they, they they invest, they really invest in a woman, right? Like, those those men really loved the women. And not like, you know, a guy, like, oh, yeah, I love this woman. Like, yeah, you love fucking her, right? Like, outside of that, you know you can't stand this bitch. Like, yo, dead ass. So, a guy who actually invests into a woman who actually appreciates the woman shows his appreciation for a woman these guys and they don't deserve the shit that they they don't and i hate to say it like this but they really don't deserve getting fucked over the way that they do you got guys who are kind of like you know they seeing bitches they seeing other bitches like two two days out of the week and then they see the girlfriend on the weekends you know, these guys be living healthy lives. I hate to say it like that, but that's how they live. They live healthy lives. Quote, unquote, high value men. They got all the options of women. They may choose to be with one. But the reality of it is and the reality that the woman knows is that that man has options. If this bitch gets out of pocket, this man can just go into his roster like, yo, you've been replaced, eliminated. Sayonara. Easily. They can they can do it just like that. You can do it. A woman in that same position, I'll put it to you like this. In a relationship where the woman has more options than the man, there's going to be a conflict. Either the man is going to be insecure about himself or the man's going to realize that, you know, he ain't going to really do much better after this woman. So he's going to put everything into a woman. And that woman senses that the woman can sense and smell the frustration and the, and the desperation of a man from a mile away. She's like a bloodhound. OK, she's a beagle. What the? And they howl and they bitch and complain the same way. I'm black. Bars.
Yeah, yeah, it's hypothetical situation. Oh, I don't okay. think like that would ever happen because these these brothers would never go to jail. That's of course, yeah, okay, yeah. That's definitive proof that she lied. And to protect men, people like that need to be given hefty prison sentences. Yes, but that won't happen ever. It's fine. Lie how you like. Just throw a man in jail. Of course, but if, but if I if I Vince called McMahon her a name, gets a pass now. Vince McMahon gets a pass. Vince McMahon's getting in. Man, he's getting a free ride on this one, dude. Like we. I and I and this is one of the things. I don't know. This is just weird to me because number one, this has nothing to do with Vince McMahon. Although it does, but it really does have nothing to do with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is the perpetrator. So you comparing Vince McMahon in this situation is like apples to oranges. Vince McMahon was the alleged uh, perpetrator who shitted on a woman allegedly who pretty much tricked the whore out, tricked her out, put her in all these triple threat threesomes. Okay. You know, triple threat wrestling, you know, three way. She was getting fucked by two guys. Anyway, was putting her in three ways. Like, yo, handicap matches, yo, two rods versus one. Yo, these bit, these, these bitches were getting piped and you think that's the only woman nigga, please. You think that's the only woman that Vince McMahon had like that? You know how old Vince is? He's like 70. How old is he? Like 68. He's old as hell. Nigga old. What the? And he he got older and became, well, allegedly gotten more perverted. <coughs> this nigga is an old pervert, allegedly. He was showing pictures of this bitch to the tech team. Like, hey, look, hey guys, check this out. Yeah, this 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 smut. Look at this smut sucking cock. Like that's that's Vince. Look at this smut sucking dick, right? Don't y'all like that? Don't ya? Don't ya? That's right. She'll fuck everybody here. No problem. Yeah. That's Vince. That nigga's a savage. I couldn't even compare Diddy. To Vince. I'm going to tell you why. Diddy and academics made this point perfectly, right? And we'll go over academics next, actually. But with the Diddy situation, there was already stories and rumors about this man, right? So even now to where this shit is uncovered and people know about it now, most people like myself, I wasn't too surprised. The people like Professor Griff, the people like Yash Karai, these people were talking about Diddy doing all this weird shit for decades, my nigga, legit. Close to two decades now. The rumors were already out there. Vince is different. Granted, the rumors were out there, but Vince McMahon had so much money and so much power at that time that in my personal opinion, and, and I can be wrong, I'm going to say allegedly, I think he has some deal with the feds. And the reason I say this is here you have a man who's been secretly, in a lot of ways, probably secretly investigated by the feds multiple times, man. The steroid situation um, in the late 80s going into the 90s. The sexual assaults, the ring boy situation in 1992 with the alleged cream team, which are a group of 
um, homosexual savages that went after young boys ages 13 to 19 for sexual intercourse. Cream team. All right. The cream team. Hold up. Cream team. Cream team. Cream team. Disgusted. Basura. Real bad man. Basura. All right. Despicable. All this shit was going on. Plus, with Vince McMahon, he had his own allegations from former uh, women uh, who worked for WWE who claims that Vince sexually assaulted them. Vince even allegedly raped another woman back in the 80s. So you have, you're telling me, and see, really think about this. So you're telling me this old white man had all this corruption going on. They not only, like, who was that, Donahue? I think Donahue had the, um, had a show about it. But that was the only time you've seen it in public. On news media. Vince McMahon was really, like, getting away scot-free. Even if he gets caught now, you have to think. Everything that was said about this nigga for decades, and he was just good. He was He was getting away with it. Even the corruption involved in the Jimmy uh, Superfly Snooker situation, along with his wife, uh, rest in peace. You know, Jimmy Superfly Snooker's a piece of shit. He was known for putting his hands on his wife, beating his wife up, manhandling her backstage. Everybody saw it. Nobody did anything. And then all of a sudden, she ends up dead. And Jimmy Superfly Snooker claims it, claims it to be an accident. Well, there was a story, a rumor that... Vince McMahon dropped off a certain amount of cash to a certain amount of people to cover up such situations. And years later, you got Jimmy Superfly Snooker as the Hall of Fame, uh, the Hall of Fame uh, ring holder. Now, you can't have Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame, but you can have Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Hmm. You can have Hogan. He hates niggas. He said it. He said it on multiple occasions. You still have Hogan popping up every now and then. You still gave Hogan um, the Hall of Fame ring. Where's China? Why Why doesn't China get her Hall of Fame ring? Oh, she done porn? Really? All these scandalous ass bitches that used to work in WWE, they were doing fucking, um, they, they were doing uh, Playboy covers. Isn't that porn? See, these people, they create their own rules. And that's why people like me, I'm kind of rejoicing the fact that Vince McMahon gets caught up because that means the companies and, you know, these people behind the scenes can have a fresh start and don't have to worry about some fucking dinosaur who's talking about bringing back 1970s professional wrestling, telling them what's good and what's not. You know what I mean? They stopped even talking about it. What's what's going on there? I guess I'd owe $89 million. Yes, you would. I guess. Fair enough. Call any names. Wonderful person. If you're a man, your government hates you. The world hates you. They rely on you for your slave labor. They want you to give up your life and give up your human time. And they want you to sit there and slave away, building all the roads. Die in their wars. And die in their wars. But they hate you. And the second you need to rely on them for any kind of justice, any kind of fairness, you're not going to find it. They're going to throw you in a jail. I mean, this this nigga's cooking, bro. I ain't gonna lie. This nigga take cooking. I ain't gonna lie. And Trishan, the the, the 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 Tate brothers are cooking right now. The Tate brothers are in fact cooking.
I'll acknowledge that. Um, and shout out to Andrew Tate. He pointed out that Ice Spice bitch. You know what I mean? They out here doing satanic rituals. I'm like, yo, they doing Illuminati gang signs. I'm like, yo, these niggas real. Yo, I was like, yo, the bitch already had an upside down cross. You already know what that means. You know what I mean? You don't got to be a fucking rocket scientist to know what that means. All right? The fuck is wrong with these? Yo, man, I'm telling you, these niggas sell out quick. The only thing Ice Spice is good at is shaking her ass, and that's it. She looks dirty, number one. I said this before. She looks dirty. Like, she got to do something with that hair. Like, what are you doing? Like, sis, I mean, what the fuck? Like, she about to do the Hard Knock Life song. This how this woman look. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? She got the upside down cross. I already mentioned this last night. I'm going to mention it again. Yeah, like Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi, all these weirdos. And that's what they are. They're weirdos. Um, they may make good music, but they're still weirdos, right? All right. These niggas got like this Marilyn Manson. So the only way I can describe it. It's like this Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's as best as I can get. This is like the, it's like the Marilyn Manson look that these guys have now. It's the upside down crosses. It's this sort of skull and bone symbolism. You know, it's this worshiping the devil look. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's very Luciferian. It gives off Luciferian vibes. It gives off Satanism vibes. <laughs> Oh, you got that bitch Doja Cat, another one, another fucking weirdo, completely soulless. And you know how you can tell these women are soulless, right? They have to defend themselves because think about it. If somebody says you sold out or you sold your soul to the devil or you're a Satanist, you're a devil worshiper. If you believe in the most high and you don't get down like that, you're not even going to entertain these Negroes and go back and forth with them. Let these niggas think what the fuck they want to think. When you start defending yourself and you feel the need to go out there and tell people why you don't worship the devil, you, you probably worship the devil, bro. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. You know, you got that song, Paint the Town Red, where she's, uh, you know, dancing and talking with a with a devil figure. And there's another video where she has the devil horns and she's crawling on her hands and knees like, yo, chill the fuck out, sweetie. You bitches are sick. You bitches are disgusting. Real talk. That shit is not even appealing. Like, yo, get out of here with that. I'd rather deal with a real goth bitch. Where the real goth bitches at? What the? All these fake black goth bitches. Like, yeah, where, where did this become cool for y'all? We after the goth bitches. Where the suicide girls at? What the? All right. We ain't trying to deal with this manufactured bullshit. This all this shit is. So now this is going to be a new trend. All these kids going to be wearing like, I don't know, heavy metal band shirts. They don't listen to heavy metal, by the way. You know, anthrax shirts. Niggas got fucking Iron Maiden shirts. I'm looking at niggas like, yo, what do y'all wear? What? Do y'all listen to them? And they're going, what do you mean? That's when I walk away. Like, I know y'all niggas is posers, weirdos. Dumb shit. Like, really, like, really dumb shit. Shit don't make any goddamn sense. But they've, they've made it a trend where it's like, oh, you know, well, that's just the upside down cross. 
you know, oh, what's that on the shirt? Oh, that's just Balfamet. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is just the evil deity that people pray to. It's not a big deal. Oh, it's fashion. You know, the go head. Oh, don't worry about that. That's just the look. Yeah, that's the look of a Satanist, right? Right. That's the look of the enemy. Sell to rot. They hate you. And it's amazing that most people, most men are going through the world not realizing how much the power structures hate them. And also most women are going through the world unaware of how much men do for them. There's a lot of women out there who genuinely believe men don't do anything for them. I said, well, that's the difference. The power structure does anything for a woman, including puts a woman in power. But that comes at a cost. Of course, most men, I would say. Like a woman that's in power or a woman that's in a position of like calling the shots, that's not appealing to men for a number of reasons, mostly because those women don't know how to turn off that competitive nature of running things in the workplace and then being a woman with your man. You still want to be that man figure with your man. Man ain't having time. You don't got time for that. What the? You bitch kick rocks. Fuck out of here. You bossy, snooty ass bitches. Y'all be watching too much of that Lifetime shit, okay? I'm going to tell y'all straight up, uh, the Hallmark channel, y'all watch too much of that shit. And then what happens is, of course, once again, men men don't find that appealing. Oh, you run a business? Cool. Like, men aren't really... men. A man, the only man who's going to be impressed to that is a man who's in that position himself. And even at that point, he'll say, well, damn, I don't want a woman that I got to compete with. Or I don't want a woman that I got to compete against. I want a woman that I can compete with. You know, she's a part of the team, right? No I in the team, right? Teamwork makes the dream work, right? Bars, I'm black. But women can't cooperate like that, especially a woman in that position. Like a woman is already in her own she's in her own ways that's what i talk about before where some women they go out there they become hypersexual or they're hypersexualized by society and by whatever beauty standards or whatever's popular or whatever trend that's out there they'll allow themselves to get caught up in that wave even though that that's not who they really are they're not there's some women who go along with that wave and they're not even sleeping around like that but they sure as hell act like it they sure as hell look like it, and some of them are judged in the same way. They become collateral damage. That's what happens. And it's about the company you keep. And most women can't keep to themselves without being seen as unstable, which I which I kind of disagree with. I don't think that's necessarily... I think that's sort of a fucked up stigma that, you know, if a woman's to herself, oh, there has to be something wrong with her. Like, you know, a bitch can't just be to herself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as if a bitch can't be tired of people like the way that men are. You know, I'm tired of people. I got to go to work in like two hours and and 10 minutes. And I don't want to deal with these people. I don't like these people. But I know is how I make money. So I just deal with it. The past weekend, I communicated and I dealt with nobody. I've done a few episodes for the weekend. I did something last night because it was President's Day. But when it comes to like actually hanging out with people now, I just don't really have the time to. And when I have the time to, I really just want time to myself.
if a woman is like that, I would understand that, right? Versus a woman who works a lot of hours and then she's out and about every day. Oh, I got to go here. You know, I mix it up every day. I do this on the weekends. Like, oh, nah, you too fast for me. Fuck that. Nah, you too fast for me. And I don't mean fast in a sexual way. I mean fast just, you know, a woman just moves around too much. I'm more of like a, I'm more of like an introverted slash extroverted person, but I'm introverted first. Meaning I'm not, I'm not trying to do nothing adventurous with a woman that I just met. Why? Because of course I'm spending most money in that situation. Two, I know nothing about the woman. So if I can know details about a woman and know how a woman is and know about a woman before even a date, that's better. Of course, women will say, he trying to take you on a coffee date. He cheat. He cheat. A lot of you bitches don't have no money. Let me tell y'all, like a lot of you bitches are broke, realistically. For y'all to say a man has no money and y'all be working part time complaining the way that y'all do. It's no wonder why a man will just say, you know what? I'm not even fucking with these bitches. And most men will just sit back and go, yeah, you know what? I already know what time it is. Y'all not even worth it. Now, the man, of course, the man who says that um, this man ends up becoming the pariah or he becomes the villain or he becomes the homosexual to the woman. Oh, he must be gay. He must be gay. So that's why the women that's like in their 30s and they don't have kids or they're not in a relationship. They must be crazy. And most of these women are unstable. I'm not going to say they're crazy, but they are unstable. Um, especially the women who are single mothers in their 30s. They're absolutely insane. Because they'll, they'll lie to themselves and they'll lie to everybody else around them. They don't need a man. They don't want a man. They don't want a relationship. You know what I'm saying? They can do this by themselves. They can do that by themselves. A lot of sleepless, tearful nights. I'm telling you, these women. And it goes to show you what I talk about constantly, as controversial as it sounds. A lot of women don't know what they want. The things that they say they want, it comes in cycles. Five years from now, she ain't going to want that man. She probably have already dealt with that man. She's probably dealt with men like him and probably was given the same type of treatment, right? Which is why I say a lot of these women are washed up. It's not just the adult entertainers. It's not just the spicy content creators. They're all washed up. Earlier, and I'll finish the story, I was driving in a car with a woman the other day and we were having this conversation and she's quite an intelligent like young lady. She's quite based, quite smart. And I was saying, point to me the things that were built by women. She says, what do you mean? I say, okay, children were born. Beautiful. The most important thing a woman can do is have children. Agreed. A man helped make that child, but the woman grew, grew the child and birthed the child. Agreed. Those are the kids we saw in the park. Point at something else. And we drove past traffic lights, skyscrapers, fire stations, apartment buildings. We drove on a road in a car. Tristan, the car was a BMW. Thank fuck I didn't give it to her. In a car, 
I was using a phone, the sat nav, all these things. I was like, show me something a woman built. Because right now, this entire experience, this entire three hour ride we're on, show me something a woman built that a man didn't build. Or is the entire world you exist in built by men? The same men you demonize, the same men that the system is out to destroy. I mean, that woman could technically, and I'm not giving women any cheat codes or nothing, but a woman could technically say that she's built mankind. I mean, technically, let's be let's be honest. She could say, well, I your mother built you technically. Oh, yeah. The father was kind of like the architect. He kind of dropped off the blueprint. But still, you know, if we're being honest. And all of these things that were built, were they easy to build? Could you build a skyscraper? Would you ever want to work on a construction site? Look how pretty your nails are. Do you want to ruin your nails on a construction site? No, you don't. Wait, so let me get this straight. You're saying that men dug holes in the ground and laid electrical wires and ran power plants and manufactured iPhones so chicks could sit in their apartment blocks built by men with all the wires and the power running into their house <laughs> to have Wi-Fi so they could get on their iPhones and call men incels on the internet and make 50 times that man's salary for taking pictures of their butt cracks. Is that what you- Cold world, and that's all facts. The, the Tate brothers, you know, there's sometimes a hit or miss. I usually think, actually, now if I'm being perfectly honest, I always looked at uh, Tristan Tate as almost a more intelligent one because of his ability to kind of stay low key, but still pop out when he needs to, to make valid statements. But, you know, this time around, I don't know. I think Tate Brothers is, uh, they're really getting shit cracking right now, 2024. So shout out to them, man. Yeah. Shout out to them, okay? We're going to move forward, though. We're going to move forward. Like I said, these videos that involve titles that involve Vince McMahon, and when they only talk about Vince McMahon for, like, a minute, I think that that should be, like, a misleading title. Like, that should be reported. I hate to say it, but to me, that's just so stupid. But luckily, they were they were able to spit some other facts, though. They were cooking. The Tate brothers were cooking. I believe they had the aprons on in the video. They were, in fact, cooking. Um, now we're getting into the fuckery. This is what it's all about. Crash Out Coliseum. Uh, yeah, the Crash Out Coliseum. Charleston White versus Hassan. We have uh, some quick, but efficient, but entertaining uh, footage and um, analytics by... None other than DJ Academics, a.k.a. King Academics on YouTube, a.k.a. DJ Academics, a.k.a. Warren Chirac, a.k.a. The Academy. All right. So this is this is going to be this is going to be a a shit show. All right. Charleston White bit my style. He just bite my style. The nigga bit my dick. Whoa. Nigga, what? Whoa. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here we go. Hassan Campbell back at it again with the fuckery. You know, some niggas just will never change, really, right? It's like, regardless of the situations they be in, regardless of the drama, regardless of a lot of the bad things that are said and, like, things that really can't be taken back, like, you know, a lot of the disrespect, a lot of the incidences, nigga getting shot, everything. Some niggas don't change. And we know Hassan Campbell was one of those niggas, man. He back. Moments of Hassan Campbell being drunk and he ran with that shit. But it's federal informant. Man, listen, man. Uh, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. I ain't never seen a nigga like me on the internet. Internet. What that nigga say? Come downstairs. Come downstairs. Charleston White get my style. Uh oh. He just bite my style. The nigga bit my dick. <laughs> Bro, like, that don't even sound right. Like, I've never heard that used. But I've never heard this this saying used ever in life. Like, that's the crazy. Like, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Like, yo, my nigga, that don't even sound like. That sound weird, bro. Like, niggas, that shit sound weird. Pause. The big old African league. You hear me? Nigga Bambada. Bambada was a big nigga. Uh, <laughs> he said that that man, he started out. Died he up. didn't start out just pushing. He started out, he gave it a turn. I remember what the boy said. It was an interview. Mm. The boy said, uh, <laughs> he called him. He said that Bambada was thighing him. Meaning he'll make him lay on his belly. Yo, this nigga sick, bro. Yo, this is probably like, yo. Yo. Yo, Charleston White is violating. And keep his thighs tight together and put his greasy thighs. Man, Now, if you remember, I put Charleston White and Hassan Campbell in the same category. And what category was that? Do y'all remember? I got to test the memory sometimes. The category that I put Charleston White and Hassan Campbell in was a category and a group of people that I called Agents of Chaos, nigga. These are the Agents of Chaos. And what are these people? Who are the agents of chaos, right? Any situation that involves drama, negativity, controversy, um, one person disrespecting the next, these two individuals are always on the list. Always. Man, the boy was a kid. He didn't think of it. It happened to him. It ain't that he ain't did it just it ain't just thought it just came into his head. It was an experience. The man, man, listen, Bam Bottle was a big nigga. And and and, and every time this was happy. Man, he was a man that man. Say nigga, say, 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 say,
so I so my question was All right, so I brought this up beforehand and I brought up them two going back and forth before as well on the podcast. So from what I believe or from what I've heard, and this is from Hassan Campbell himself, Hassan Campbell states that Charleston White was stealing uh content or was stealing lines because that's all like if you think about it and this is kind of what bothers me with a lot of these black content creators like if you look if you listen to Hassan Campbell he really doesn't say anything that's like too groundbreaking but he always believes that other people is taking what he's saying but what he's saying is pretty much you know elementary You, you feel me like it ain't nothing crazy you know what I'm saying so it's this almost reminds me of the Tommy Sotomayor and Kevin Samuels ordeal, except the Tommy Sotomayor Kevin Samuels ordeal had a little bit more umph to it, where you do rec- you do recognize the way that Kevin Samuels said certain things, it does resemble Tommy Sotomayor a lot, and it was very convenient that he did that because he exceeded. Tommy Sotomayor, right? And then Tommy Sotomayor, due to whatever these bitches reported him for or whatever fuckery, he's no longer on YouTube like that. So it would kind of be convenient. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily true, but there is more evidence that to claim otherwise. Or there's more evidence to claim so than otherwise. Where, you know, Kevin Samuels may have said a few things that definitely have a resemblance to uh, Tommy Sotomayor's things in the past, right? And what's funny about the situation is, I think if you ask me, I think that's where the whole beef with Tommy Sotomayor and the manosphere comes from. It comes from that situation And this hatred, I wouldn't say, yeah, this hatred that Tommy Sotomayor has towards this red pill manosphere sort of talking point, because he's seen guys from his point of view, take his talking points and just make it seem um, useful for guys in the manosphere, which I kind of agree. I have to be honest with you. Like, I agree to a certain extent. I'm not saying that this is like made up, but what I'm saying is in this particular situation, well, I think, like I said, Hassan Campbell doesn't say anything that's too revolutionary. It's kind of just like, you know, typical talking point. A lot of people will even claim that, well, Guys like Tommy Sotomayor, guys like Charleston White, guys like Hassan Campbell only get what they have due to the level of controversy, the people they beef with, the people that make videos about them, the fact that they make videos about other content creators who may be better or worse than who they are, which brings more people to their content. Now, look, I'm not disputing none of this shit. All I'm saying is, Charleston White's talking point, there's not really anybody who has Charleston White's talking point. And that's if anything, if anything that I gave that I gave Charleston White credit for is that. But 
the thing that I discredit Charleston White for is sort of exposing the business. He exposed the business on his end. He's telling y'all that what he's doing is a character and he's doing this shit for views because when he was more legitimate and when he was more professional, people weren't paying attention to him. So he pretty much told you that he had to sell himself out. He was pretty much telling you that he had to start tap dancing. He's pretty much telling you that now he got to shuck and jive. And he has to play a character. He has to be like Dolomite to make his argument, to make his statement. Why wouldn't you loosen your thighs up so he can just go through there? Yo. <laughs> he couldn't make you keep them thighs tight, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Loose them thighs up. What the fuck? He kept them thighs tight so that man can get that friction. Man, that man got to get that friction. He kept his thighs tight. You know what you talking about? So, so he said that's how. So, this, so this how he say. He was pushing that dick up. He was greasing his thighs and pushing that dick up through 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 through, through his thighs before he started plunging it. He just didn't start out plunging. So I mean, yeah, yeah. That little yellow, that little yellow backside couldn't take. He had to he had to grease them thighs at first. He let him grow up. So he was dying when he was 15, 16. He didn't start pushing that dick until he was about 17, 18. So. He'll, he'll, he'll molest him during the daytime. Yo, this nigga Charleston White is a fucking problem, bro. <coughs> you know, the thing that I always say about Charleston White, and I've been saying this for months, but at the same time, I have to give him credit because he really hasn't lost much momentum. I said eventually, at the end of this whole fiasco that is the Charleston White experience. People are going to realize and people are going to recognize like, hey, you know, like we know you're a character now. So when they know that he's a character, people are going to tune out and then Charleston White will have to be more realistic. And then he'll, he'll, it's like this weird I think that's his whole business. That's his whole scheme. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say a bunch of niggerish shit. I'm going to cut up. I'm going to get the check. That's what he talk about. Always getting the back end, getting the money. Getting the money up front and getting the money on the back end, right? That's what he talks about. And then when that kind of, you know, settles down, people don't want to listen to that shit anymore. They'll go, all right, what else is there? And he goes, well, 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 I was a legislator and I had these people. And then that's when he'll bring back the more professional political thing. If he's smart, but I don't think he on that shit. I ain't gonna lie, man. Academics, I was very impressed with DJ Academics. Um, and his view of what's going on nowadays with a lot of these black celebrities. Because you'll have black people who are like conservative more so center-right type of individuals who may not be outwardly political, but they have their they have their beliefs, right? And some of these people are more old-fashioned. Like, they're not going to talk about their shit publicly. They're not going to talk about their faith publicly. You know, shit like that, they still believe that, and I respect that. But 
you'll have so many people who consider themselves black conservatives. They're like, hey, this is cool. Yeah, we got now we got 50 cent. Now we got this. Now we got it's like, yeah, well, where were these Negroes before? Where were these Negroes at 10 years ago? Where were these Negroes at 20 years ago? Where were the black conservatives at? Where were the actors and entertainers and activists who were conservative? The mainstream media took their time to whitewash them. They didn't want the black conservative because at that time they wanted the conservatives and they wanted the right wing to be seen as white nationalists and racist. They did this with any group that was affiliated with anything that dealt with the right wing, um, the right wing uh, agenda for their matter. Um, the Proud Boys, right? How could the Proud Boys be considered a hate group, but Antifa isn't a hate group or Black Lives Matter for that matter? Pun intended. We're not a hate group. The Proud Boys caused how many riots? BLM and Antifa caused how many riots? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Now all these artists, these black entertainers, black, you know, celebrities and shit. Oh, now they willing to give, you know, the Republicans a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not even willing to give Republicans a chance. I just fuck with Trump. I've been saying that from day one. I'm black. Fuck that. You know what I mean? I fuck with Trump. That's about it. You know, he's a Republican, so I guess by default, whatever. That's cool. At least I know one nigga is going to cut up. He's going to be out of pocket. And and he's going to tell it like it is. He's going to tell it like it is, man. Nigga go home and kill people in the neighborhood. And then come back and knock on the door in the morning. You have to take for the street now. You know, that's kind of and I've said it before. This is sort of like the duality. I think I would say I want to do an episode called the duality of Charleston White. The reason why is the people that hear Charleston White and they see his videos and they laugh at his videos. They actually don't know the shit that he was involved in and the things that he did to actually help the youth. Which is the reason why I don't look at him as a coon or nothing like that. He does a lot of coon shit. Like, he does crash out. But that's, like, his M.O. That's his character. It's like professional wrestling, except he's telling you that, yeah, the character is my character. Like, when I'm out and about, you know, I'm chilling. Like, you don't... Some people appreciate that, and some people go, hey, you know, they can respect that. But I think with somebody like Charleston White people forget or people just don't even know all the things he's actually involved in right like all the things he was involved in like in 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 a sense of not i guess like 
to translate it, it's like juvenile reform. So a lot of these kids that get involved in juvenile crimes, these niggas be trying to, these motherfuckers be trying to give them adult sentences. And you got a lot of people that are advocates that are against that and, you know, are really about the rehabilitation of the, of the youth rather than the incarceration. You feel me? But, you know, a lot of niggas don't know about that. So, you know, they just look at Charleston White as a reckless nigga. But at the same time, you know, that's how he promotes himself. I can't let him talk about my friend Hassan Campbell like this. I can't. I can't. Let him talk. <laughs> Yo, this nigga acts a piece of shit. This nigga's a troll, bro. <laughs> That's funny. That shit's funny right there. That's fun. Listen, listen, man. <clears throat> and I pointed this out. The end. Uh, 2023 and the beginning of 2024, the very beginning, right? We talked about academics and his situation with the bitch that he was supposed to meet up with at his house, allegedly, and the bitch instead getting ran down on by Axe's two friends and the camera catching everything, right? All this shit. And how Hassan Campbell, <coughs> who, by the way, from, from what I remember, never really had that much issues with academics, although, you know, Hassan Campbell pretty much talked shit about everybody. So I'm sure he talked shit about academics once or twice in the past. But from what I remember, never had issues with him. But then he had this live stream where he was exposing academics from something that never happened. He just had this wild imagination and maybe just quest to get clicks and views and just went that route in which I guess it worked for him. But people like me, I'm looking at this shit weird. Like, yo, that's crazy, man. That's like, that's like plagiarizing. That's not even plagiarizing. That's like, um, it's like defamation to an extent. Weird. That nigga with a tail <laughs> Nigga lying on me. I don't know what. I don't know what made this boy wake up, make this video about me. He made this today. Yeah, nigga, I don't know what made this boy. Uh, this boy wake up and yeah, nigga, Thai Son Campbell. Oh God. <laughs> Goddamn, we gonna call him Thai Son. <laughs> Since he said that man died. 
Let me see if I find it. Died me. Yo, you gonna say it? Nigga, let me see. He gonna find it. This nigga shot. He died me. Look, he gonna say it. Oh my. Vampire died. Oh. Let me see if I can spell die. Oh. Oh. There will be some physical evidence. So what he did was he died me as a as a young boy. He said it like, yo, he th- he thighed me. He thighed me. Yo, that's sick, bro. That's sick. I'm not even laughing at Hassan, though, but, but how he said it and the situation is crazy. Like, yo, what the fuck is a... Th- he said he thighed me? What is that? What the... Bam Bottom. what he said. He called him Bam. He got a nickname for Big Bam. Boy. He oh. got a name for him. He said Bam knew that it would be some physical evidence if he put... Cause Bam, 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 Bam got that motherfucking zebra dick. He got that, he got that rhino He got that African rhinoceros dick. You ever put that rhinoceros dick go turn up something? So he... Yeah, this nigga is a sick maniac. Like how... And see, this is the thing, like, this is kind of the irony of Charleston White, right? He's talking about another man's dick. Like, like, and this is the problem with black people and this sort of homophobic aspect of black people. Because black people be saying the gayest shit, bro. I swear to God. Niggas be saying the gayest shit ever. Right? And don't even say no homo at the end. They just say the most wild shit. And go, yeah, you know. I'm like, wait, what? Nah, stop. First of all, you're talking about another man's dick size. Let's get that straight. You're saying that another man's a homosexual because he he got allegedly thighed by a hip-hop legend, Africa Bambata. All right, cool. Outside of that, so we're, we're outside of that, you in return are pointing out Hassan Camel while saying Africa Bambata has a, quote, rhino dick, a, quote, boomerang dick this is what this is what charleston white sir charleston white is saying these niggas is shot the fuck out both of these niggas is shot out they're both shot out they should just have one debate already and get it over with they can both get a bag these niggas is stupid that's how dumb these niggas are these negroes are dumb all they had to do is reach out and say oh let's do a debate you know we'll bring both our audience into one room and whatever you know what i mean and we'll go back and forth. Yo, they'll, they, they'll, they'll round up probably like three to five million views. Charleston White versus Hassan Campbell, 3.5 to 5 million views. I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like, and But these Negroes, they just spend time talking shit about one another. These are grown-ass men, by the way. Like, I get it. Young niggas, they like in their 20s, even niggas in their 30s. Like, niggas still got you know, pride and all that shit. Like, niggas really don't give a fuck. So niggas really would be able to crash out and not care to make a statement. Niggas in their 50s, bro. Like, this nigga Charleston White got chipped up in a barbershop. Hassan Campbell got shot at the projects. Like, when are y'all niggas gonna learn? Enough's enough. Jesus Christ. Said Bam knew that he pressed that dick up and gonna turn some physical evidence. Listen, I did, I'm gonna play it again, boy, girl. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm my God. Again, boy, girl. I'm not lying on this nigga. 
He lying on me. Talking about our business. He's gonna get famous real fast. He's gonna get famous now. Cool. They see this how I am. They knew that there would be some physical evidence. Okay. So what he did was he thought me as a as a young boy. He, 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 he thought me. <laughs> He he died me. Yo, that's sick, bro. What the nigga said died me? That's sick. Yo, that's that's wild. I'm bringing that back. That's wild, bro. Nigga, that's wild. So what he did was he died me as a as a young boy. He only he, he, he died me. That's a young <laughs> he died me. He 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 died me. The nigga, the nigga in the background is saying the same thing that I just said. He's like, thighed. The fuck? <laughs> this nigga said, thighed. <laughs> what? So he died me. Stop playing, Charleston. <laughs> yeah, chill. Charleston, you out of line, Charleston. You are out of line, Charleston. And this nigga act, this nigga act, Conan. This nigga act out here, Conan. You know what I'm saying? This nigga act. This nigga act trolling and Conan. You know why not? It's a funny situation, right? I mean, I think it's funny. I think this shit hilarious, cause uh, for some reason these niggas, man, I don't know what it is with these two. It's always a back and forth between these two content creators, Charleston White, Hassan Campbell, right? People have their favorite. I personally look at them pretty much like agents of chaos. So they're almost the same, but they're polar opposite at the same time. They're the same while being polar opposite at the same time. All right. So they both talk about doing the same shit. Oh, yeah, we got to do something for the community. We got to do something for the people. We got to do this. We got to do that. Uh, Charleston White. Uh, if you know about Charleston White, like I said before, you'll actually have, I think, more credit towards Charleston White than a Hassan Campbell when it comes to actually reaching out and doing things for the community. I'm just saying. Outside of that, you know, it's like pick your poison, right? <clears throat> Between Charleston White and Hassan Campbell, you really got to pick your poison. Both sides are hypocritical. Both sides are hypocrites. One of the biggest similarities between these two is the level, the level of hypocrisy that they share. The level of hypocrisy where it's like, yeah, they're down for protecting the community and they want to do something for the children. And, you know, they want to end all the violence and shit. And then on the next end, they're out here with guns. They're talking about their shooters. They're talking about they're out here causing damage. They're putting in pain. They're out here smoking packs. They're out here, you know, spitting the teas. They're out here, you know, dumping on them. Like all types of weird, wild, reckless behavior. This is why niggas like me, I look back. I look at these like, I don't even know what to call them, like reject fucking 
just last cause, lost cause, despicable degenerate. And I go, there's no wonder why, you know, niggas is fucked up in this world. Look, look at the niggas you got represent. You know what I mean? All these niggas is coons. Like I said, these niggas is real life um, tap dancers. And I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about Hassan Campbell. I'm not talking about Act. I'm not even talking about Charleston White. I'm talking about Oprah Winfrey. I'm talking about Steve Hart. All these niggas is coons, bro. They're all tap dancing. They're all professional tap dancers. Yo, chat. I ain't gonna lie to you. By the way, I, I got no beef, obviously, with Char- uh, with uh, Charleston or um, Hassan. Yo, chat. I'm gonna lie. Tell me this is a bad. Idea. Yo, I be thinking this nigga Charleston is fucking hilarious, man. I don't want to do a comedy show with him again, but I ain't gonna do New York. I gotta do it down south. I gotta do like Miami or some shit. This nigga. What y'all think about that? No. This nigga shout out, bro. He shot. Y'all do that or not? Not a good idea, bro. It's a negative. Okay. Charleston still got my deposit from that other shit. I never took it back from him. Negative. Don't do it? Nah, don't do that. Negative. It's over. Yes, no? Alright, alright. Alright, let's move on. Let's move on, people. Let's move on. A lot of shit to talk about. Uh, All right. With millions and millions of people discussing it on the social network. As we said a moment ago. All right. Look, before we jump into here, man, we got the uh, we got the moment in the presidential debate that everyone uh, will be talking about. I guess this is an old one. I was supposed to play this yesterday or last night, but I'm playing it now. I'm black. All right. What the? It's uh, noon right now. I've been out here, you know, doing the Lord's work now for close to an hour and 30 minutes. Um, yeah, we're going to go through this. It's an eight minute clip. Then we're going to wrap this shit up. All right. Got that episode coming later on today. Give me about an hour and 30 minutes to continue charging my phone, um, checking on my headphones and seeing if those are charged. Possibly grabbing some more content for later on tonight. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, let's go through this throwback. This is a throwback classic. We do want to bring in questions from voters around the country via social media. And our first stays on this topic. Jeff from Ohio asks on Facebook, Trump says the campaign has changed him. When did that happen? So, Mr. Trump, let me add to that. When you walked off that bus... At age 59, were you a different man or did that behavior continue until just recently? And you have two minutes for this. I told you, that was locker room talk. Uh, I'm not proud of it. (laughs) I am a person who has great respect for people, for my family, for the people of this country. That was locker room talk, all right? I'm not proud of it. That was locker room talk, right? Locker room talk. That's right. Locker room talk. And certainly I'm not proud of it, but that was something that uh, job, happened. Bro. If you look at uh, Bill Clinton, yeah. far worse, minor words, and his was action. Okay. His was what he's done to women. There's never been anybody in the history of politics mm-hmm. in this nation that's been so abusive to women. Go ahead. So you can say any way you want to say it. But Bill Clinton was abusive to women. Hillary Clinton attacked those same women. And attacked them viciously, four of them here tonight. One of the women 
who uh -oh. is a wonderful woman at uh -oh. 12 years old, was raped uh -oh. at 12. Her client, <laughs> she represented, got him off, and she's seen laughing on two separate occasions, laughing at the girl who was raped. Yo, Kathy yo. Shelton, that young woman, is here with us tonight. Yikes. So, yikes. Don't tell me about words. Yikes. I am, absolutely, I apologize for those words. Yikes. But it is things that people say. But what President Clinton did, he was impeached, he lost his license to practice law. He had to pay an $850,000 fine to one of the women, Paula Jones, who's also here tonight. And I will tell you that when Hillary brings up a point like that, and she talks about words that I said 11 years ago, I think it's disgraceful, and I think she should be ashamed of herself, if you want to know the truth. Can we please hold the applause? <laughs> Secretary Clinton, you have two minutes. Well, first, let me start by saying that so much of what he's just said is not right, but he gets to run his campaign any way he chooses. He gets to decide what he wants to talk about. Instead of answering people's questions, talking about our agenda, laying out the plans that we have that we think can make uh, a better life and a better country, that's his choice. When I hear something like that, I am reminded of what my friend Michelle Obama advised us all. <laughs> my friend Michelle Obama. Oh, my God. Now you see who the puppets are. That's the crazy thing. Like, I think some politicians, without knowing, they kind of like, they kind of snitch. Yeah, they kind of, this is kind of like snitching, right? It's like dry snitching a, a little bit, right? Political dry snitching. This got to be some type of violation. What the? When they go low, you go high. If this were just about Ugh. one video, maybe what he's saying tonight would be understandable. But everyone can draw their own conclusions at this point about whether or not the man in the video or the man on the stage respects women. But he never apologizes for anything to anyone. He never apologized to Mr. and Mrs. Khan, the Gold Star family whose son, Captain Khan, died in the line of duty in Iraq, and Donald insulted and attacked them for weeks over their religion. He never apologized to the distinguished federal judge who was born in Indiana, but Donald said he couldn't be trusted to be a judge because his parents were, quote, Mexican. Oh, shit. He never apologized <laughs> to the reporter that he... That's funny. Yeah, that's... <laughs> ...and mocked on national television oh, and our children were watching. And he never apologized for the racist lie... Oh, okay. Racist. ...that President Obama was not born in the United States of America. He owes the president an apology. That? He owes our country. Did they even verify that? I'm just I'm just wondering. Not that I care, but did they even verify that? Apology. And he needs to take responsibility for his actions and his words. 
Well, you owe the president an apology because, as you know very well, uh, your campaign, Sidney Blumenthal, he's another real winner that you have. And he's the <laughs> one that got this real started winner. along with your campaign. He's a real winner you have. Yeah, this guy is sick. This nigga Trump's a savage. <laughs> this is nigga. And they were on television just two weeks ago. She was saying exactly that. So you really owe him an apology. You're the one that sent the pictures around your campaign, sent the pictures around with President Obama in a certain garb. That was long before I was ever involved. So you actually owe an apology. Damn. Number two, Michelle. Yo, what the fuck? This nigga. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Trump, yo, Uncle T snapping again, man. This nigga, Uncle T, is snapping again. I've gotten to see the commercials that they did on you. And I've gotten to see some of the most vicious commercials I've ever seen of Michelle Obama talking about you, Hillary. So you talk about, friend, go back and take a look at those commercials. A race where you lost... Fair and square, unlike the Bernie Sanders race where you won, but not fair and square, in my opinion. Damn. All you have to do is take a look at WikiLeaks and just see what they... Now, you know what he just said, right? He verified everything that Bernie Sanders... And if you think of you think of guys like Joe Rogan, right, who was once a Bernie supporter, right? And look at his opinion now about Trump. This would be one of the reasons. He pointed out the corruption... In which I think this this would be the second time he was done bad. Uh, the second time, of course, was by the Biden administration. And, you know, they all chose Biden over Bernie Sanders. Now, looking back at it, it is kind of comical to hear Trump actually say that, yeah, y'all did. Y'all did uh, Bernie Sanders dirty. You know what I mean? And that shit wasn't fair and square about Bernie Sanders and see what Deborah Wasserman Schultz had in mind because Bernie Sanders between superdelegates and Deborah Wasserman Schultz he never had a chance and I was so surprised to see him sign on with the devil but when you talk about apology I think the one that you should really be apologizing for and the thing that you should be apologizing for are the 33,000 emails that you deleted and that you acid washed and then the two boxes of emails and other things last week that were taken from an office and are now missing. Mm. And I'll tell you what, I didn't think I'd say this, but I'm going to say it. And I hate to say it, but if I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation because there has never been so many lies, so much deception, there has never been anything like it. And we're going to have a special prosecutor. When I speak, I go out and speak. The people of this country are furious. In my opinion, the people that have been long-term workers at the FBI are furious. There has never been anything like this where emails and you get a subpoena. You get a subpoena. <laughs> and after getting yeah. the subpoena, you delete 33 thousand emails snapping and then you acid wash them or bleach them as you would say a very expensive process snapping so we're going to get a special prosecutor and Cook we're going to look into it because you know what people have been their lives have been destroyed for doing one fifth of what you've done and it's a disgrace and honestly you ought to be ashamed of Secretary yourself Clinton, i want to follow up on that i'm going to let you talk about it now because everything he just said is absolutely false but i'm not oh, surprised really? in the first debate 
and we in the really first the debate, audience needs to I calm told down people here. that it would be impossible. The audience, hey, bitch, shut up, you cunt. We got to start having real vocal. It's about that time. I thought the 2020, honestly, outside of like whatever presidential a person should act, however the fuck that shit is supposed to be. I thought the 2020, um, I thought the 2020 debate was lit. I just thought that Trump's way of going about it wasn't because he was kind of forceful about it, which he didn't really have to. By this time, Biden was already declining on a mental level. He could have just relaxed and just roasted this nigga like the guy can barely even finish a sentence. So you vote for this guy. You vote for him twice. It's like, yo, you deserve the atom bomb. You vote for these motherfuckers two times. You deserve the atom bomb. Right? Y'all voted the first time. We get it. Like y'all, y'all just don't like y'all just don't like Trump. We're cool with that. The second time, like, yo, y'all niggas might as well stop. Y'all might as well stop the election. Y'all might as well just throw everything away. Say fuck it. We're not voting this time around. Y'all can take the high route if that's what y'all want to do. Whatever y'all do, though, don't don't vote for Biden again. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Y'all know it ain't worth it. But y'all wanted to be arrogant. Y'all wanted to be greedy. Y'all like, hey, these people had their their person. Now it's our turn. All right. Now you got we got Biden. Now what happened now? We're all broke. We're barely getting by check by check. Like, realistically, I hope people understand this is what y'all voted for. Uh, we got all these other people from all these other countries outside of, of of America getting, like, just access to to now. They're getting credit cards and shit. They're getting prepaid cards. Like, what the fuck is going on? They get prepaid cards in New York. They're going to end up doing it in Chicago soon. So y'all Negroes in Chicago, in Chirac, y'all better get ready. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a bumpy ride. It's gonna be baby uh Guatemala up there. Are you following me? It's gonna get very spooky, man. Very, very, very spooky. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, we had to play Trump snapping at the end, because you know, why not? You dig? Uh that was King Academics. Right. I forgot. I don't know where the Andrew Tate clip came from, which I don't really care because it was kind of a misled title. But um, we still got Reddit cheating stories coming up. And what else was that? Um, damn, I had something else, too. I got to grab. A, I got to grab another video. I want at least 30 minutes of content to go through. I know I can get through 30 minutes of content within an hour and 30 minutes. So that's kind of my goal tonight. Uh, where are we at here? Night show. Oh, yeah, we got we got Night Talk, a.k.a. Stevie Knight. He black. And we got um, also, what is, what is it? Reddit cheating stories. And, you know, a guy who puts all of his effort into a woman, finds out the hard way. Bitch don't give a shit about all that. What the? She don't give a fuck about none of that. She ended up 
you know, cheating on a man and doing all types of weird shit. So we got we got those two videos to go to. We got those two videos to go through. That's 25 minutes. So we probably gonna grab another video. Probably like a, just a five minute, six minute video to play in the beginning. But anyway, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with a morning slash afternoon edition of the Crash Out Coliseum. Got something planned later on tonight. I may share it when I get home from work. I may share it tomorrow morning, but stay tuned until next time. Signing out. Peace.